Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, everybody. Presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We are live in New York City. It is Monday, October the 16th. I am Stacey Dales. Yeah. I am so excited. Excited <laughs> to finally be with you guys. How you doing? I'm fantastic. Uh-huh. I, I loved watching like a thousand games yesterday. Yeah. Get ready for the highlights today. It's nice. Y'all, y'all need no introduction, right? No, no. Take one. It's all about you. We're very about excited. Me. How excited are we to have Stacey here? Come on. Yeah. Peter, awesome. you want an introduction? I, I didn't have to stand outside at a game yesterday. Mm. This is lovely. Kyle Brandt. That is Peter Schrager, Hi. Super Bowl champ. Yes. Our DB, Jason McCourty. What a day. Yesterday, unbelievable, like shocking almost. Games. The script writers were on one this week, on right? One. Chapter six oh. was wild. Oh. Or they took a week <laughs> off because I don't think anyone had this written. Oh, this really? Was unbelievable. Um, yeah. Wow. And the Sunday nighter was unbelievable too. <laughs> Very <laughs> crazy. Should we get into it? Right now, it's three, two, one. Lead block. Let's go. Lead block. Here we go. Giants, Bills. The end of the first half, the Giants had the ball. They're knocking on the door. They're trying to go up 13 to nothing. And they get bupkis. Quoting Mike Tirico, that is a terrible, terrible piece of clock management. McDermott is going to point to the Lord above and actually thank him. Thank you very much. Thank you. Because the Bills did not want to go to 500. They squeak by at home 14 to 9. Giants just can't get something done. Let's hear from Josh Allen and Brian Dable after Sunday night. Josh Allen uses the word ugly. Just really wasn't getting into a rhythm. You know, that's pass and run game included. We got to find ways to get off to a fast start, and I don't think we've done that the last few days or last few games. You know, at the end of the day, it's a it's a win. It's an ugly one. We'll take it. But there's a lot of things that we got to learn from and, and get better at. We didn't we didn't get the job done. So, you know, I thought we had a good plan defensively. It was a lot of preparation, a lot of good communication throughout the week of. How we wanted to play him, though we played him well. I thought Tyrod, I thought the guys battled. Tough environment, great atmosphere. Just came up a yard short. 
Yeah, yard short indeed. Did you guys see Josh Allen in that presser? Mm. He, he, he looked almost dejected, yeah. but it was a win. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's a win, right? How tired are these Buffalo Bills? Jason, what did you what did you make of this this game after you know after obviously the the, the loss in London last week? Yeah, and for them a, a long travel back, and you saw that a little bit in the game. But as I was watching it, what I was impressed by Josh Allen, this Giants defense was good last night. They were all over him. He was running all around the pocket. He had to scramble. He had to do a lot for them to be able to make plays. And he found his guy. He threw the ball to Stephon Diggs 16 times last night. 10 catches for 100 yards. I give a ton of credit to Wink Martindale, what he was able to put together. Double teams on Stephon Diggs, mm-hmm. bringing people from every. Bobby O'Karake was all over the field, forced two turnovers himself with a tip pass and punching the ball out. But what was impressive is as good as this Giants defense was, Josh Allen and the Bills found a way. And we talked about in the highlight, a touchdown pass to the tight end, Morris. Another one to Deontay Hardy on the outside. He was going to other guys in crucial moments to make plays, and they stepped up and they got it done. For this Buffalo Bills team, they had injuries over in London. Milano was out there. Daquan Jones is not out there anymore. And they found a way. It was not pretty. But for them at this point, you're looking at the Eagles who lost the game. You're looking at San Francisco who lost the game. Buffalo found a way to win last night in a game that they easily, to a backup quarterback, that was kind of the theme, they easily could have lost on the one-yard line, and they got to stop. You can say hold or no hold before half. They get the tackle on Saquon, they lay on them. They found a way in those moments to come out with a victory. The final play of each half was on the one-yard line going in. You don't see that very much. Can you imagine Brian Dable, he's returning to Buffalo, where where he coached, where he came up, emotional day for him. Wink has an amazing first half. They have the greatest game plan. He's ready. You're going into the halftime, you're like, we're shutting out. Josh and the guys, and we're knocking on the door. All the momentum is there, and it felt the game shift. The the Giants put their asses off in the first half, especially on defense, and they still lose. I look at it from the Bills' perspective as like, this is just one of those ones in December. Like, you got that win over the Giants when it's a two-seed or a five-seed in the AFC. You survived. Ugly as hell, but they got it. I do fear with the Bills, though, last year at the end of the season, they ran out of gas, and it was like yeah. they had nothing left, and they went through this emotional thing mm-hmm. with the Hamlin and all the travel. Like, are we already at that point mm-hmm. now that it's week seven we're entering? And it's like, well, they have a trip for London, and they're injured, and Milano. Like, it's a long season. Every team is dealing with it. I, I go to the Giants also, though. I thought the Giants played so hard, and, and Dable was not having that after the game. So think about the Giants. Franchise quarterbacks, gone. So yeah. you've got Taylor in there, all right? Their offensive line is just riddled with injuries. Three starting offensive yeah. linemen, inactive. So their offensive line last night to start the game was Azudu, Justin Pugh, who was on, literally on the couch and announced himself <laughs> as that last week, Ben Bredesen, <laughs> Mark Lewinsky, and Evan Neal. Zudu goes down right away in the first quarter. You have Justin Pugh at left tackle. Justin Pugh yeah. was selling real estate last week. I'm not kidding. He was selling real estate and on a podcast. And then he gets signed up to the practice squad. He's like, you got to play. Oh, no, no, you got to play left tackle. Played well. <laughs> he played really well. <laughs> Second half, they, Saquon had nothing all first half. Second half, 19-yard yeah. run, 34-yard run. You're like, the Giants are rolling. And they come up just short. And I'm like, that's a moral victory. I, Dable wanted nothing to do with it. Listen to Dable after the game. Just, just was not having that. Yeah, I mean, you don't get trophies for trying. So, you know, I appreciate their efforts. We moved some O-line guys around. You know, we practiced some of it like that just in case it would happen. We had to put Pew out at tackle. He hasn't played tackle since 2019. We had to move Glowinski back over, McKeithen. But, you know, that's the National Football League. So, you know, came down to one yard and, you know, just missed it. 
Giants fans this morning, it's hard to wake up and feel good, and I don't think Dable feels good either. But gosh, like just when you want to say, okay, this team has nothing to fight for, like you show that these these men are professionals and mm-hmm. these coaches are professionals, and they gave it all they could, and they just came up short. Well, guys, let's not forget last year. This is a playoff team, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But they didn't score a lot of points last year. Mm. They found they were they were winning games last year that they're not winning this year. But I, I want to take a quick moment right now to give a little bit of pause for running back Damian Harris. Oh yeah. What a yeah. scary moment, scary. and we just here at GMFB want to extend our prayers to that young man after what we saw in the field him being obviously suffering the neck injury taken off in the uh, medical vehicle and headed to the hospital so we'll await word on that but like my point too is what I mentioned earlier we watched Josh Allen's presser right and he he was slumped over and he almost looked exhausted (laughs) then you look at the head coach Sean McDermott and Last year might have been the most challenging year for any team in recent memory. And in in talking, I've covered the Bills a lot this year. Mm -hmm. And they have reminded me last year was hell on earth uh, with DeMar Hamlin and what happened on January the 2nd. And then previous to that, all of the travel issues they had, they were stuck in different cities. And now you have Damian Harris and you've lost Matt Milano. And Trey White, who's your best corner, tears his Achilles. Mm -hmm. So they just continue to have adversity. I'm like, can the football gods... Right. Now, they gave him a win, but I'm like, can the football <laughs> gods help this team out? I know. You're right. They look like they need their bye so bad yeah. seven weeks from now. Like that, Is that, that right? Oh, yeah. They got yeah. six games before the bye, guys. Yeah. That, that ain't coming. Yeah. But you're right. They looked exhausted. And he did. He looked like he lost. They won, though. I know. Yeah. Just, was, just get the win. It was a street fight. He, you're, you feel that way because it that was. was like, we see Josh Allen running in the end zone to protect his offensive lineman <laughs> charging about that? somebody. Right? Yeah. You love that. That's, this team has that in them. Giants have, have three different players get called for unnecessary roughness. Bills have one. It's a huge thing in the end zone. Like, offsetting. Offsetting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Offsetting. Three to one. So can we get back to the game? It's going to offset anyway. Let's just get back to the game. I know. Tariko's begging them. Can we just get back? Let's go back. Let's play. Guess what my game is next weekend, by the way. What do you got? Bills at Patriots. Bills Patriots. Patriots, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hey, listen, unfortunately, there were a number of injuries yesterday across the league, quarterback injuries. We're going to bring in Rap Sheet, Ian Rappaport, right now. Ian, what is the very latest that you can share on uh, some of these Josh Allen, Fields, Garoppolo, Tannehill? What do you got? Yeah, let's start with Josh Allen, the game you guys were just discussing. It was a little bit of a distressing, alarming moment in the Bills game. Josh Allen went into the blue tent, came back out, continued playing, but they were examining his right shoulder. Josh Allen talking about it after the game, saying they got scans on the right shoulder, kind of brushing it off, saying we'll be okay. Obviously, did finish the game, looked fine, an indication that it is not a major injury, but obviously there will be more scans and more tests just to make sure that Josh Allen is all right, and obviously we will be following that one. Uh, different situation for Justin Fields, the Chicago Bears starting quarterback. Sources say he suffered a dislocated thumb on his throwing hand. Now, he's going to have an MRI today. Uh, X-rays were negative. That at least is a good sign. But if there is some sort of significant ligament damage in there, a UCL tear or something that is often associated with a dislocated thumb would be out for a while uh, for Justin Fields. Tyson Badgett is the backup quarterback, former undrafted quarterback whose dad is a professional arm wrestler. More on that, I'm sure, this week if it becomes relevant. Another injury we are tracking, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, 
the Las Vegas Raiders starting quarterback. He actually was transported to a local hospital to rule out internal injuries, was officially listed as a back injury. My understanding was it looked not good, and he's clearly in a lot of pain. Not quite maybe as significant as they thought initially. Still could miss a game. Still could see Aiden O'Connell, the promising rookie, and Brian Hoyer did get a revenge win against the Patriots in relief. But obviously Garoppolo, another one we'll be tracking. And then the early, early game seems like 25 years ago. But the London game, Ryan Tannehill left the game, got x-rays on his ankle, was carted off. Obviously, we saw Malik Willis come in, make some plays for the Tennessee Titans. Tannehill is expected to get an MRI today. No word yet on the severity there, uh, but that is another one that we will be tracking, which should be a very, very busy Monday. Indeed, Ian, a busy week six in the NFL. I appreciate that. And if you guys want more NFL action this season, it's yeah. NFL Plus. Folks. I want more. Hey, we got live games. We got replays. We got mobile. We got red zone. Get it, folks. I've got it. That's how I watched the games yesterday. It's all-in-one football all season long. Sign up today at plus.nfl.com. Terms and conditions. The terms and conditions do apply. We love it. Stacey mentioned she's covering Bill's Patriots next week. It's going to be fun to watch Malik Cunningham. That'll be cool. Versus Josh Allen. The Eagles are perfect no more. The Eagles lost. The Niners lost. The Jets had a hell of a night. What went wrong for Philadelphia, though? We're talking Eagles-Jets right after this. Peter, you got takes? You got takes? This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my dance, bro. (laughs) Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast 
deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Morning football. Peter, this shot sheet says Sean McVay is expecting a child any day now. We're discussing what will Sean McVay name his son. I said Walsh or Lombardi. I got Ace McVay. I just think he's <laughs> going to go with something like that. Or maybe Cooper. Maybe Cooper McVay. Uh, Cooper Cup was back doing all the Cooper Cup things. I really hope the Puka party's not over, but Rams win. Stacey, what Stafford. do you got? Hey, how about some Lions Bucks? Yeah. Yeah, how about some Lions Bucks? The Lions win 20-6. Goff, how about him? 353 pass yards and two touchdowns in the game. Lions 13 and 3 in their last 16. Jason, are we going to start Jared Goff MVP talk? Is that going to happen? What do we do as an industry? Well, we have we started Brock Purdy MVP talk. Yeah, that's also game premature to finish. Let's see. Jake Moody all for the kick, wide right, no good. Kittle and Purdy in disbelief. The first loss of the season for the 49ers. They go down 19 to 17 to the Cleveland Browns. All right. From Cleveland, we head out to our guy, Rap Sheet, to give us the latest on what's going on with Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. What you got, Rap? Yeah, two of the 49ers' best players. Both left the game and eventually were ruled out with injuries. We'll start with Christian McCaffrey. He suffered an oblique injury. Now, remains to be seen if this is a major one. Would tend to doubt it. Now, he did end up not coming back, and generally that is not a good sign. But he did come back on the field for at least one play. Maybe more I wasn't counting, but at least one play with that oblique injury. You could see him kind of stretching out that muscle, trying to make it work, trying to get comfortable. More tests today to see the severity of that. Maybe a little bit of good news there potentially coming. And then Debo Samuel was ruled out with a shoulder injury. He immediately had x-rays. Those were negative. That is another good sign. Could have more tests today. But for the San Francisco 49ers, suffered a really surprising loss, made a little bit more uncomfortable by the loss of two of their best players. Yeah, totally. Thank you, Ian, for that. From the 49ers to their old defensive coordinator, who is now the head coach of the New York Jets, Robert Sala and his team. There's Rodgers, guys, before the game. Rodgers is throwing the ball in free game warm-ups. No crunches, no boot. Pretty wild. Uh, let's get right to this game. Eagles often struggling in the second half. And then Jake Elliott misses the Jets. Beats the Eagles. What's up, Bob? Robert Sala, you're making fun of those poor kids. Kyle. I know. They're crying. Robert Sala spoke about the gritty win after the game. I've been here before. You know, it's all about how you respond to it. And um, we got a feeling how we'll come in and uh, come in with some great intensity. And some of these things, they build character. I say that all the time. It truly builds character. And so uh, this team just has to respond the right way. You know, through these first six weeks, we've played a gauntlet of quarterbacks. I know we haven't gotten all wins, but we've embarrassed all of them. And uh, just really, really proud of, of the defense and its resolve. So the Eagles, the second team in week six to take an L. And I think Robert Sala just hit the nail on the head right there, you guys. I mean, his comments were pretty striking. Mm-hmm. Throwing down the gauntlet with his comments that were owning quarterbacks, and he did with <laughs> Jalen Hurts. I mean, what a great opening drive for the Eagles. They scored. They've scored on five of six opening drives this season. And yet... It just didn't happen. It didn't come together. Not at all. And you look at it, and that game, obviously, Eagles going on the road, going against the Jets. And the Eagles started out hot. They scored early on, but it was the Jets' turnovers. And the Jets' offense, they weren't prolific. They didn't make a ton of plays. But 
being able to come up with these turnovers, and you saw the one from Quentin Williams, saw the one from Tony Adams, they came at crucial points in the game, but it kept the Jets in it. It allowed them to continue to run the game that they wanted to run on offense. It continued to allow them to run the ball, to not force a ton of pressure on Zach Wilson to have to come up and make a ton of plays. And for this Jets defense, they didn't allow the Eagles to just hand the ball off and run the ball with Swift and Gainwell. It put more pressure on a Jalen Hurst to have to make plays with his arm. They made them one-dimensional, and they got after Hurts. He was scrambling. He had to move around the pocket a ton. And you look at this. This was a Jets defense that both their starting cornerbacks didn't play in the game. Mm -hmm. And you look at the Eagles' final seven drives when you look at that. Fumble, pump, pump, intercept. It was all bad. They weren't able to make up any plays. And that was kind of the way this game went about for them. That's why they weren't able to come up with the victory. You're looking at an offense that's a ton of veterans that find ways to finish drives, to finish games, and they weren't able to do that. And Robert Sala said it. For them on the defensive side of the ball, each and every week, they show up. Doesn't matter injuries, who's out there. Next man goes out there, they step up, and they make plays. If I told you as a Jet fan that your team was going to be 3-3 three and three after the yeah. first six weeks, even with Aaron Rodgers, I think you would have said, yeah, sign me up for that. This is unbelievable. First this Jet yeah. story is unbelievable. They've beaten the Bills. They have beaten the Eagles, and they nearly beat the Chiefs on a Sunday night game, and their home crowd has been in a fervor in these games, and gosh, they hung around, hung around. To your point, you get you find out not only do they not have Sauce Gardner, not only do they not have DJ Reed, Elijah Vera Tucker, their best yeah. offensive lineman, is out. They have another injury during the game where they've got another offensive lineman come in. You look at the way that they stopped the Eagles' unstoppable run offense. I mean, they had nothing. The, the Eagles had nothing in the second half, and that's... That's the Jets' defense imposing their will. I found it to be really encouraging if you're a Jets fan, knowing all the men that they had down and they still came out there and not only fought, they actually ended to find a way to close this game out. Eagles, I'm going to talk about them later in the show too, confounding. I don't know what, what to say. They were the first 5-0 team, I think, in the history of the sport that their, their fans were like, you know, lighting up the phone line saying, it just doesn't feel right, it doesn't feel right. And then he came to roost today, last night. It didn't feel right. It didn't look right. And, you know, Hertz signed a $250 million deal, and I'm not questioning the money that he got or questioning the money that he spent. In that moment when you throw that pick, you're like, okay, it happens. That can't happen again. And I look at that Eagles, Eagles schedule coming up again that you have. What do you got? You got a ton of, of, just, of just world beaters coming up. It's the Cowboys twice. You've got the Chiefs coming up. You've got the Dolphins coming up. Like, yeah. you have to beat the Jets when they're yeah. down, all those people, when you're up that many points. And that's a bad loss for the Eagles. And that's a great win for the Jets. They've got to be feeling pretty good. Lane right Johnson totally. went down too. He did. Mm -hmm. He got injured. Salah's feeling it. He's at, you know what? He's earned <laughs> it. One of these. Well, he came up and said, "We've embarrassed all these quarterbacks." First, that's a hell of a quote. <laughs> Is it totally true? Like, I don't not really, Coach. Like, Dak lit you up, and, like, Mac Jones had a pretty good game against you. Russell Wilson played against you, but who cares? You know, you you, you crashed, you smashed Josh Allen, you smashed Josh Hurts. You played, made Bones played pretty well. I think the Philadelphia part of it is fascinating because, Stacey, you missed this. I told this story where I had a, a cable installer come to Mike. my house. I Mike. I probably saw oh, Mike. Okay, yeah. so he, he was a huge Eagles fan. And this is two weeks ago, and we're just talking ball and all that. And, I, and he goes, oh, I'm an Eagles fan. He rolls his eyes. What are you rolling your eyes about? You guys are like the best team in the league. And he says to me, he looks me in the eyes, he goes, a storm is coming. Mm. And I go, what are you talking about? But he was right. You know when the storm came? Storm came on the last drive of the game for the Eagles. Jalen Hurts throws his third interception, goes and sits down on the bench. This was the big drive by Jalen Hurts. Be a hero. Go down the field. 
And then the last play of the game, I thought was bizarre. He just tossed it up to Devontae, who had three guys around him. It was never even really close. It did look bad. I think if that nerve that is in every Eagles fans that had been nervous that the offense isn't mm -hmm. right and the team isn't right, the Jets went in there and grabbed that nerve <laughs> and shook it like the ultimate warrior, like just shook it. I think Philadelphia is like throwing up this morning. They're like, we're terrible. We knew we were terrible. We've known for a month that something is wrong. Like we're ill. This team is sick. There's something wrong with it. And the Jets exposed it badly. There may be a storm coming. When Peter's doing schedule talk in the first yeah. hour, you know there's some juggernauts I coming. I see him coming. Mike the cable guy with whatever cable outfit NFL is in bed with. I'm not going to mention <laughs> the name. The storm is here. Get your umbrella out, because that, that was a rough showing. That Jalen Hurts threw three picks and looked listless at the end of the game, Stacey. Yeah, but to Mike, the cable guy, the Eagles needed that loss. Mm. They needed, oh, they did? They needed it. They Just needed some humble out. pie. I was okay. talking to somebody after the game last night from this team, and you go from losing in the Super Bowl to the Kansas City Chiefs, mm -hmm. and a few months later, you're 5-0, and and you're strutting around. Yeah. And, and maybe some of the games that they had won, those some of those five games, maybe they shouldn't have won. Yeah. But what was exposed here, and I talked to somebody last week about this Eagles team because this is an incredible offensive line. Yeah. We, we understand that. That defense is special. Their defensive front is something to behold. Zach Wilson had they are no searching time for an identity offensively. Mm. Jay, you mentioned it. 80 yards on the ground. One-dimensional football isn't yeah. who the Philadelphia Eagles yeah. are. So when I talk about the opening script of what we see offensively, they score. Brian Johnson, the new OC, He's calling that. What is happening after that? How much is Nick Sirianni getting involved? Who is in Jalen Hurts' head right now? They are looking for an identity because the reality is with this football team, they can be so vast in terms of what they do schematically because they're so talented. Mm -hmm. So the Eagles have to figure out who they are right now. And for me, uh, you know, maybe they'll do that against uh, tough against the, who do they have next week? The Miami Dolphins. Mm. So, hey. Let's see. You know who else kind of won the weekend, you guys? The Browns. They stunned the 49ers in week six. But is San Francisco still the most dangerous team in the NFL? We're going to bring mm. it down. Come on. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. 
Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my day. Day. <laughs> Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Brock Purdy, George Kittle, and disbelief. Uh, Browns were going nuts. They got a penalty. A shock. We're celebrating running <laughs> onto the field when the field goal were missed. You said it, Kyle. They're shocked. They can't believe it. They will win this one 19-17. They get the win. Now, let's hear from Kyle Shanahan and Brock Purdy after the Niners' first loss of the season. It's always tough to miss that last kick, but that happens in football. You know, we they played better than us today, and, you know, that was the last play, but there was a lot more today than just that. I thought we made way too many mistakes on offense, you know, just losing a couple guys in the game. We had to switch a couple guys around, and we weren't quite ready for that, um, which starts with me with too many mistakes. Like, it's the NFL. You get opportunities. Um, you got to take advantage of them. And so there was definitely some throws and opportunities that I feel like that were there for me, and um, I missed on them. And that made us be behind the sticks, and then you have to get a third down, which is tough on the road here, man, and that's something I got to learn from, man. So definitely going to be real about it, and we all got to – you know, look ourselves in the mirror and see the flaws and stuff and uh, get better from it. But it starts with me. All right, we're going to get right to the injuries with Ian Rappaport right now. Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel, what is the very latest? Because San Francisco fans, Ian, are very concerned. Yeah, very concerned after a tough loss. And two of their best players left the game with injuries. We'll start with... Christian McCaffrey suffered what is described to be an oblique injury, and if you watch the game, you can see him stretching on the sideline, trying to get that muscle loosened up on his side, went to the locker room, actually came back in the game, so you're like, oh, maybe it's not a major injury, then was not able to finish the game. I was talking to someone there yesterday, and the assumption was it's got to be at least somewhat serious for Christian McCaffrey to not be on the field as tough as he is. He's going to get tested today just to see where this lands, but obviously his availability is something to watch going forward. And then Debo Samuel, another tough dude, suffered a shoulder injury, had x-rays immediately at the game. Those were negative. That is a good sign. Could have more tests today. He also was ruled out for the game, so another one whose availability we are watching going forward this week for San Francisco. Yeah, they've been a prolific offense, Ian, so we appreciate the update, something we will be tracking with you uh, and the insiders throughout the course of the week. Between the injuries and the ending, just a tough stretch for San Francisco against that Browns team. Kyle, what did you think of the Browns and the Niners in this game mm -hmm. yesterday? First loss of the season for Kyle Shanahan and his football team. Yeah. What was your takeaway? I want to start with the Browns. Yeah. Awesome win by the Browns. Awesome home win without their backup quarterback. And, you know, we come out of the game in which the Browns have a really clutch, very tightly competitive win, and it's the Niners' injuries, the Niners' injuries, the Niners' injuries. Do you know what the Browns have been through with their yes. injuries? I mean, are you kidding me? The Deshaun Watson hasn't even practiced in full in over three weeks. He's sitting on the sideline in a stocking cap. Nick Chubb is the best player on their offense. He isn't. He's out for 
for the season. They got, I, and that's just the headliners. There's Joe, a ton Joel of Batonio's there. Batonio is out of there. Yeah. Talk about it, Peter. <laughs> so if you imagine just throwing up this morning, like, oh, I'm sorry, McCaffrey's oblique. I heard after he scored a touchdown on us. You know who we don't are out there with? Yeah. And we just beat an undefeated team. We intercepted a quarterback who hasn't been intercepted. We just gave, we just made history. We just beat Brock Purdy in a game that he wasn't knocked out of. So Cleveland matters. Cleveland's winning somehow without their quarterback who makes all the money in the world. The Jim Schwartz thing is massive. Yeah. Peter, you do the coach of the week. I don't know if you're doing Schwartz. Peter's going to be a little twinkle <laughs> in his eye. Peter always does the Teaser. coach of the week. It, it better damn well better be Jim better Schwartz. Be. We'll get to it later. There, there was no number two. Uh, there's a lot to unpack about the 49ers. <laughs> Let me just give a hot second to give credit to the Browns. Yeah. That was awesome win. Awesome win, Jay. What did you think? 100%. And you're talking about this Browns team, and you're talking about Jim Schwartz. Their defense was all over the place. And Brock Purdy's a guy that we've been championing this whole time about how well he's played and everything he's done. And you've said it. Bob Purdy, he's AI. He's not human. And we saw him look human in that game. And what's fascinating is you're watching P.J. Walker get to start. And what I enjoyed was as you're watching his defense fly around the field. And what's fun is as a former DB, crucial moment during that last drive, Jim Schwartz is dialing up man-to-man. Their DBs are impressed. You have Miles Garrett up there, guys getting after them. And they're not afraid of the moment. They went out there and they performed. Their players after the game talked about the pregame fight. And they were like, the 49ers came in here on their high horse, and we're trying to warm up. They're in our area. They're standing over there. They're staring us down. And we had to let them know, you're not walking in our house and just stomping all over our couches. The Cleveland Browns showed up, and they were ready to go. Nobody else believed in them, but they believed in themselves. And if you saw them at the end of the game, this was amazing. And it's just a regular season game. It's just week six. But you can tell how much went into this game and what it meant for them as an organization as you're watching the players go nuts. They get a flag on the missed field goal because guys are running onto the field <laughs> celebrating. Kyle, you said it. This was a great win for Cleveland. Hell yes. For the city, their players to go out there. The 49ers are a good team. And I know 49ers fans are waking up this morning like, did you see that Deshaun Gibson hit? We got cheated. There was yeah. also a hold on Shadarius Ward. That was terrible. So it was, it, was, it was some calls in that last drive. But Browns get the victory. They win. In the lead-up to this game, Kyle, you said, I think the Browns, that's sneaky. And yeah. you're right. Like, they, they were sneaky. I did some calls going into the Sunday Fox pregame show. I'm like, I spoke to multiple Brown stores who were like, Wednesday was our best practice we had all season. Mm. Like, Wednesday was the guys were on. And I'm like, yeah, but Watson, stop with the Watson. Like, wow. we, we are prepared. Wednesday, the guys were flying around. And to your point... Jim Schwartz comes out there, man to man, on all these weapons, these yeah, yeah. positionless players, these yeah. guys that are all going to the Pro Bowl, and the Browns are like, man to man, let's go on defense. And they handled their business. Jim Schwartz, for whatever reason, owns Kyle Shanahan. Mm. He is now 9-1 and one wow. against Kyle Shanahan, Jim Schwartz, in games where that's the case. Yesterday, Shanahan's offense had 105 yards. It's the least they've had since 2014. And you heard him in the post-game press conference angry, deflated. I don't think he's angry at his team. Angry at himself. There's this conundrum of he just can't get past Jim Schwartz in the annals of time when you talk about, you know, Belichick versus Dungy or mm. you talk about the great rivalries of all time. It's Dicka versus Parcells, whatever it is. I don't think you put up Kyle Shanahan and Jim <laughs> Schwartz and yet for whatever reason, the one guy that has has the the code on how to beat and the key to get there, it is, it is Jim Schwartz and those Browns mm -hmm. players played their butts off. Kudos to them. You know what offensive play callers do when they have to face Jim Schwartz? 
<laughs> every week. Every week they do. Because what he does, you guys, is he changes the picture after the snap. Mm. Like he, he shows you one thing and then he shows you another thing. And you mentioned positionless players, right? That's a term we use in the National Football League when, when you're talking about a player who can do everything and mm -hmm. be versatile and multiple. Well, Jim Schwartz actually said this week, I don't look at it like positional, positionless players. I look at the San Francisco 49ers as multi-position players players. You got Debo Samuel he talked about who's wide receiver and a running back. You've got George Kittle who's a receiver and a tight end. You've got CMC who's a receiver and a running back. I mean the list goes on. Brandon Ayuk has been extremely productive for yeah. them. And so Jim Schwartz went into this and the other comment that he mentioned is he said when I go about creating a game plan I'm not going against a play caller. I am actually going against his players. So what he did is he dissected, he started with the quarterback in Brock Purdy. Purdy had the worst game of his career, and then he went to the skill players. He took the head off the monster, yeah. is that, or the neck, whatever. Whatever it is. Term, and everything fell apart for the San Francisco 49ers. It was un... I don't use the word unbelievable, but I'll say it. It was unbelievable to watch, but then it wasn't because this is the number one total defense yeah. in football for a reason. I'm actually not shocked, and I'm okay with it. I think the Niners have such great leadership on their roster. You think about it, right? Fred Warner, Trent Williams, Nick Bosa. They're going to be just fine in San Francisco, but uh, that was a hell of a performance oh, yeah, by the Cleveland Browns, and the dogs came alive. They did. I got edited about 20 million times on social media about Bot Purdy and yeah. Bot Purdy. He's human now, he's yeah. human, he's not a machine. And I laugh. What's your explanation to that? Malfunction? This is a little bit of a sprinkle to kind of keep the people away, the authorities. You people don't understand. I saw okay. that segment though. You said okay. Bot Purdy. Like Justin Fields said a couple weeks ago, I'm not a robot. Yeah. So was it actually like, do we want him to be a robot? Well, we want to survive. You know, this is a dangerous They're time. The, the, you guys, you have to understand the sophistication of the machines. Oh. <laughs> it's artificial intelligence. The algorithm is so sophisticated such that it becomes aware when there is too much heat on it and you need to show uh, that you're vulnerable, that you need to show. Understand this. This is the plan. They're on Monday Night Football next week. Mm -hmm. They can't have too much exposure to the machines or then they're on to the machines. This is an obvious and deliberate military <laughs> tactic to show vulnerability <laughs> and weakness so as we all think as humanity that he's not a machine. I saw it coming a mile away. I said all week that there when was When you heard the word MVP, or the term MVP, you That's knew that, 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 was, that the machines were coming. I thought it was the elements, the rain and everything. The machine doesn't operate well. <laughs> Jason, I, I respect the theory. It's not MVP. It's, it's, it's USB. That's what they plug him in with the game plan. Which, watch. It's all part of the algorithm, guys. I laugh, and I actually cry when you think, he's human, he's human. Please keep your eyes open. I'm, just, I'm doing the best I can. There's only so much I can do. Well, he needs a recharge. Maybe so. He's a recharge after Watch. that game. Watch next uh, Listen, you know what a machine is? A machine is the National Football League, and that machine is going to Frankfurt. It is headed to Germany, folks, debuting on NFL Network November the 5th, the Dolphins-Chiefs. What an AFC matchup that will be. November 12th, we got the Colts and the Patriots keeping it in the AFC. Get up with us on NFL Network. Stream it on NFL+. Plus. Get NFL+. Plus. It's great. <laughs> 
Still to come on Good Morning Football, there were a few questions surrounding the final play for Brian Dable's Giants. What other moments had us, like, scratching our heads and ripping our hair out? We'll give you those picks later on. I like its weeks of promoting London with this beautiful regal music. <laughs> Cue the accordion. We're going to Germany. <laughs> the Lions, Brought. they're incredible. Are they the best team in the NFL? I asked that question. If not, who is? We talked about it right after this. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. 